You are listening to High Shelf Gaming Podcast, a podcast where myself, David Gillespie, and my friend Rich often talk about board games and role-playing games and gaming conventions with uh, really anything that's nerdy and fun that we all want to talk about. We're going to pretty much talk about it here at this podcast. So thanks for downloading and having a listen, and uh, please enjoy. This is David again with High Shelf Gaming Podcast. Uh, Today I am joined yet again by my partner in crime, co-host. What what are you now? What's what's your title? Man, I have come up with our tag. You are the host with the most, and I'm the guest that's the best. So... (laughs) I'm right. guesting again on another episode. So, you know, it's it's. I'm starting to set a level for how your guests are supposed to be. But um, hello, everyone. This is Rich, High Shelf Gaming, guest extraordinaire. Back to you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad that you're setting the bar. That way, whenever I, I tell people, hey, check it out. You know, you want to be a guest. And be like, well, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, check out Rich and just... Just be better than that, and you're good. <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about uh, kind of a gem between you and I, uh, a game that you and I have a lot of fond memories of, uh, Doom the Board Game, which is tons of fun. And let's clarify, 2004 edition. All right. Yeah, old school. So they've got so you know Doom was a computer game, really popular in the '90s, and then they came out with a board game, um, and that's really one of the games that you and I bonded over early. And we'll talk about that some, but now they've released a new version, right? Which was they what, have. What was that? Two thousand. What did it come last out? year? Oh. I think it was last year, 16. I, yeah, 16 or maybe even this year. I'm really sad. Um, you know, doing a little show prep, I uh, read more about it than I, I, I did earlier. It is a little different. It's a different game. Mm-hmm. And so I wish at Gen Con I would have gave that a try. But you know but you know, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, well, you think, oh, I've already played that. They just upped the art or something. But no, that I, yeah, I, w- I was looking at it, and there's a bunch of differences between those two. So... Really, really cool. Um, so Doom is, uh, it's kind of like, a, it's almost like a throwback to AD&D, right? Like back when you bought the first AD&D game, you had this like dungeon crawl idea. And that's really what Doom is. You're, you're a, you're dungeon crawling. You have a, you have a dungeon master, somebody who's like against all the players. And then you have... The players, each one of them is in charge of a marine or a character, and they kind of, right? I mean, it's, it the, feels- the character types are very, um, you know, it, it, depending upon the way the cards come out randomly. Yeah. Um, it's really kind of funny, though, that you end up with the fighter, who's kind of like a tank, and you end mm-hmm. up with a healer, and mm-hmm. you end up with a, a scout, and yet, you, you know, rogue idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so your, your comparison to... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons was really holding true to me as what I was thinking about when the first couple times I played and said, hey, these are like character classes. Um, and by the way, this was the first game out of Fantasy Flight that kind of helped stagger them into Descent and Descent 2, which yeah. are, you know, heavy on their role-playing side. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, we, again, you're talking about us meeting and, and bonding over the game, and I would run Doom at um, conventions. 
and people would come and sit down, and I'd be like, okay, you're going to die. And, and just let them know right off the bat, this is not a game that just everyone gets to win, and they're all happy, and you get to go, yeah, I played a game for four hours. This is a game where you're going to get beat, and you're going to be like, F this. I'm yeah. going to win this next round. Yeah. Or at least that was my, so definitely some of my impressions. Dave, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I remember um, – so you and I started working together. I moved – and I moved to to your city, and we were working together. And you were saying, "Hey, I'm going to go to this convention." I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to be at that same convention." And you said, "Oh well, I you know every convention I run a game of Doom, the board game." And I heard that I was like, "Okay," <laughs> you know, honestly, because I was like, "I've played Doom. I don't need to play it in a board game." Um, but you're like, "No, it's a fun time." And I uh, so I bought a ticket or whatever. I, I signed up for one of the for one of the games and showed up. And I remember it was me and I think it was two other people or three other people or something like that. It was a small group. And you gave that pitch of, "All right, you're all gonna die." <laughs> I remember the face because one of the guys was younger than me and a couple of them were about my age and they were all just like, wait, what? <laughs> you like set the stage right out the gate. But yeah, you're going to, you're going to suffer. And it's true. Like I remember we were going through that, that round and it was tough. I mean, it was, it was a tough, tough game. I don't know if, did you modify it at all for us? No. You know, I think the game itself just had a, a reputation for being tough. Just like, you know, we talk about that character setup, right? Everybody gets a little card that's their character, and there's a shit ton of chits with this game. Oh, excuse my French. And so everybody gets their shields, everybody gets their ammo boxes, everybody gets then their random, kind of like I'm an RPG that I get to kind of build some skills. Everybody gets their own random, like I think you got two or three, mm -hmm. maybe four if you were playing on easy. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of helped your character decide how they played the game. You know, but short of that, because you were playing multiple monsters were all based upon how many characters were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, so we probably should take a step back. When the player sits down, there's a there's a DM. There you were running the game. And you oh, and I definitely went with the idea that I want everybody here to have fun and I want everybody here to hate me. Right. And so that was definitely part <laughs> of my um my plan. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you, and you did a great villain. It's cool that the game sets up as no one of you is the villain, and everybody knows it going in. It's not like a secret backstabby thing. It's like no, this guy, Rich, is against all the players, and so you sit down and the and you get these uh, power cards, like what you were saying, these skill cards, and that tells you what your character can do beyond just shoot monsters. You know, maybe you shoot them really well, or maybe you have extra toughness, or maybe you can heal other players, that kind of thing, like you're saying. It's kind of random which cards you get, mm -hmm. and honestly, some of them were kind of crappy. So I remember, like, one of the cards... Right. Yeah, you were like, eh, no, we're not going to play with that one. Redraw. <laughs> get you a new one that's <laughs> not so bad. And... And it plays kind of like the game. Like, you have to keep track of your ammo. It's not infinite. And you go around picking up weapon spawns. Um, and you shoot the demons and, and, and mischievous things in Doom. Um, and it's a, it's a cooperative game. It's us versus you. Or the players versus the DM. And it was kind of cool because, you know, we started off in the kind of main room. Uh, and there's like a, an alert telling you, hey, a catastrophe has, has happened and you and the other survivors need to get out of this level. Uh, find the, you know, 
it's just like the game. Find the card key to the door and then go through the door, and that's how you get out. Um, and that first room, no monsters, but a little bit of loot. You know, a couple of bullets for some guns, a couple of guns. And we had to sit there and decide, okay, on my turn, I'm going to run over and pick up this weapon. And the other player on his turn, he's going to run over and pick up the other weapon. And the third player, she's going to go get the chainsaw or whatever it was. And we had to kind of negotiate that because if you didn't, one player could pick up all the weapons and just totally hose the party, right? Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's funny. You're talking about the weapons and you're talking about the ammo and you're talking about that that list. I think I've read one of the differences is – I hate when I run out of ammo. They changed it to where that can't happen. What? You can't run out of and, ammo anymore? Yeah. That, I mean, that's part of the, the, the doom of doom, right? Is I remember you guys going, all right, dude, I got the shotgun. And we got this enemy up here. And you've got the submachine gun. And I got fists. And everybody, like you said, later in the game, was trying to strategize who went where. And every time you shot, there was a chance you lost your ammo token. And yeah. boy, that sure made rolling for rolling for your hit was important. Yeah. But God, when that miss losing your ammo came up, and especially when it came up time after time after time, yeah. instead of once, oh, I get two, three rolls. Oh, I lost another one. Oh, I get two, three more rolls. I lost another one. Yeah. I watched many players have sadness in their eyes as they watch that <laughs> dice go eject ammo. Yeah. Okay. And there's one other thing before the game gets started. You actually select the difficulty level. Like when you go and do the computer game, you say, I want easy. Was it easy, soft core, medium, hardcore nightmare, right? It's like, it's like five levels of toughness. Yeah. And that determines a couple of things like how your starter powers are, like how many you get, how much your your starting health is, and then it impacts oh, the right. yeah, it impacts the DM too, right? Like you get more powerful if they pick harder modes. Um, Definitely. And you were talking about the adventures. It definitely had canned missions that came in the bag, right? Mm -hmm. So you would get the adventure book, and it would lay out. And the map was one of those that was not just laid out. You built it as you opened doors and explored right. and moved from room to room. And by the way, I think that's the only artwork that survived from 2004 to today oh. is the doors. I really? thought the doors looked really familiar. I didn't look this up in my old box, but yeah. when I was looking online, the doors looked the same. But anyways. I, um, I, I love that. I love that. When, when you don't know what's behind the door. It made oh, it, so much fun. It made real anxiety because sometimes it was loot, and sometimes it was like demon dogs and guys that would vomit on you, and it was just like, oh my god, do I want to open this door, and do I want to be next to it when I open and that even, door? Yeah, that's right. Even negotiating on whose turn does the door open. Yeah, you know, and then trying to get that decision made. There was a lot of trade-off. You know, I. God, I'm not going to say XCOM again, but I just said XCOM again. There was a lot of thinking that went into darn doom the board game, if you wanted. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, you know, I had groups that sat down and played, Dave, and they just they just blew through and did whatever the hell they wanted and died <laughs> and started over and maybe did good or maybe did bad. But that well, was not the norm. 
One guy randomly just like, I'm going to open this. One guy's like, I'm going to open this door and just run. And the other guy's like, wait, wait, I haven't gotten my ammo yet. And he's like, whatever, I'm going, you know, (laughs) it's like, yeah. And as like the GM, that was like my favorite moment when I watched that guy that would always go to the red button and press it. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, dude, this is going to be a fun game. This dude's opening every door he sees. He's like, I'm running to the next door. Yeah. No, there's monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So one of the other things they changed. Oh, so the the 2000, what was it? 2006? What was the original? 16. 16. No, no, no. 2004. 2004. 2004. So the 2004 version. So each Marine was a color. And if... And and as a as you built out the map for them, there would be monsters that were color coded, and so you knew oh if I've got the red marine and the green marine, well then I get the red and green monsters out, and I don't mess with the blue monsters because there's only two guys, so I, I'm just going to do those, and that was really cool because as a player, it scales very well to the number of actions you're going to have as a team, you know, because uh, that that's. It's just like the action economy discussions of other games where every player gets one or two actions and every monster gets one or two actions, depending on stuff. Um, And so they did a really good job of balancing each space, each room or hallway or closet or whatever it is you got into. They did, I thought, a really good job of saying, okay, you have two players. Here's how you easily, as a GM or as a DM lay out the dungeon, the the marine map for for two players versus one player or a whole boat. You know, I uh you could kind of even customize that a little bit. Like I I ran yeah. a game. Yeah, you did. So how yeah. did you customize that? I would even download pre-done modules or else I built my own with my own storyline. Because oh, after nice. you played it a few times and run it a few times, you start to get that feel and trust me, that D&D experience pays off because mm-hmm. as a DM, your job is to keep the pressure on your team so they have a good time and they feel like there's some real value in what they're doing. Um, you know, their character may die yeah. and sometimes their characters do die. Yeah. And that's part of that, you know, um, that makes D&D fun. I mean, if all you did was run around and win all the time, it would be called... Um, I don't know. Shoots and ladders. I mean, yeah. you know, there's no there's no repercussion for your actions. Right. I did that in Doom. So I would yeah. write things out. I would plan. But if I was watching the team and I was watching things, oh, I'd, I'd modify what was dropping. And I would act like it was on the paper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but yeah. how about yourself? Yeah, so um, I tried. Uh, I wouldn't recommend this because I think Doom is written for four people normally. It's like a DM and three players, and you could you could press and do a fourth player. You know, you yes. could do, uh, and really, all you're doing is sprinkling in maybe a couple extra monsters in every room. Um, I did a, a run where it was six players. It was like the max Ooh. you could possibly do because they give you six marine tokens, and they did that. I found out the reason why they did that was because in the back there's a bunch of team versus team games that you could set up in Doom, the board game. So you could actually play, like, Capture the Flag and Deathmatch. That was part of the expansion. Oh. That was not the base game, believe it or not. That oh. was, And I have that, too. That was part of the expansion. I think we both have it. That's right. Okay, yeah, good point. So I just bought the game and the expansion because I remember playing it. I was like, I'm in love. I have to have all of the Doom. Um, and you're right. Okay, that's where, that's where the three extra Marines came in was so you could do a, a big team. And 
So I ran this six-player game of of Doom, and that did not go well because the hallways are too narrow. You can't yeah. fit everybody, um, and then the rooms are just packed full of bad guys, and th- they just got well. They had teamwork cohesion issues too, and I think that that's just <laughs> that's just true in D and D as well. Like you get a big enough table, and you get one you know jag hole who's like, I'm going to take all the armor and then stick in the back. And it's like, dude. <laughs> You have all of the armor. You are the hardest guy to damage. I know, isn't it great? You should be in front. No way, I might die. It's like, dude, <laughs> your job is to soak bullets. <laughs> oh, dear listener, how many times I've played games like that. <laughs> and it's just like bedlam. So, okay. So this was, for me, Doom was how I met you, really. Because we worked together, and we knew that, all right, this guy's kind of a nerd, and we're going to get along fine. But when I was playing Doom, and it was me and these two or three other strangers, I was like, oh, man, Rich has it. He's got the chops to, like, again, keep the pressure on, read the room. I remember this one time, we were struggling to even decide to open the door. Like, we were all jacked up. We were all messed up. And I was like, I'm not going next to the door. I'm next to dead. And I was trying to convince one of the other players to be the one to open the door while I stuck in the back. And he was like, I don't want to do it. And you're like, all right. You drew some card. And as the GM, you play cards in order to, like, press the team and make it worse. Like, I remember once you did darkness and you couldn't see anymore. And that meant that cut down the range on everything. And it meant that you could start spawning monsters right next to us. Because the monsters... Can only line spawn. Of sight rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of line of sight, right? And so you're like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm playing this card, and you like smash the door that we were talking yep. about opening. <laughs> this huge. And everyone's like, shit. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that's it. Back to the rules. There, if if I can kill them as the GM three times or four or five, I think it was depending on the level of complexity. Like if you're hardcore, I had to kill three people, not three different people. So if you have the same, you know, rando, that's an idiot. I could kill the same guy three times and win the game. I think ours was at four or five because I was really, I always mop people up. So I make it kind of high. Yeah. I think it was, do you remember? Well, medium level is six. You get six okay. lives, but I know that for the harder levels, it goes th- down to four, I think, on Nightmare, maybe even down to three. So maybe it was six. Maybe it was six or five, but, uh, you know, we're at a con, so you want to have fun, and you want to yeah. play more than one game, so dying's not a bad thing, because you get to restart. Yeah. Um, and so that was another thing, is all three of you were like, dude, I'm going to die, and we don't all want to die, because there was probably already a couple deaths on the board. Yeah. And when I have my hand of cards... To kind of give me an advantage every now and then. When I had that doorbuster card and everybody was crying about the door, it was like, oh man, this is great. <laughs> and you know, you dropped the doom on them. It was, yeah. it was a blast. Yeah. I think that was, that was one of the ones we didn't even make it like halfway through the map. We were like, and actually, I shouldn't call it a map, the dungeon, you know, because you can't yeah. see ahead. I don't think we made it halfway. Like we got smoked. And then. I think I played again with one of the same guys and we had our, we had our system down then, you know, we had like played a couple of times, died and we're like, all right, I'm coming back for more. Gotta win this one. And just me and him worked really well together. And I think we made it all the way to the end. And, and you were, you had your hand of cards and we were, we knew that you had hate in those, in that hand. And at the very end, we're like, all right, you have anything else to stop us? And you're like, <laughs> no, I don't. And we're like, all right, 
cool, we're going to shoot this guy and kill him. And I think we only won maybe one game out of the first three that we played. You only We only won the once. Well, I'm resurrecting Doom now. We've talked about it enough. Next con, I'm bringing it out. Dude. And um, I will definitely run some events of it. Because people do have a blast. I, I think them dying is even fun. Because <laughs> it energizes them to play better next time. Right. Because you can see it. You're like, oh, I was so close. If I just changed the decision here or there, you can see where you messed up. You know, and that's one of the cool things about it is that you can learn quickly from your errors. And, okay, I actually want to do a thing with you on Doom. I want you and I to run a Doom game separately, like two Doom board games that are happening at the same time in the same room. And here's what I want to do. Whenever a player dies, they're going to be one of the color-coded Marines, right? They're going to be red, green, or blue. I want that player to get up from my table or your table, go over to the other DM's table and be like, hi, I'm the blue Marine, and get swapped. Respawn. Yeah, because you respawn. Right? And yeah. so I want them to respawn in the other map. Be like, hey, there's something weird in the dimensional, you know, uh, the dimensional fracturing. You are now spawning up in some other map, some other situation. You have no idea what's going on. You don't know the guys you're playing with. And go. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? I, dude, I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. It would be so much that fun. That would be a blast. Yeah. You know, when, 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 when uh, you know, high shelf gaming is so big that we have high shelf gaming con. <laughs> That will be one of those big events that everyone comes to just to watch the hilarity ensue. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, do it for charity, make people buy in to oh, where, yeah. you know, we're just raking in cash and giving it to charity. You yeah. know, that would be a blast. Oh, man. But yeah. Before that, we could do that next time I'm up in your neck of the woods. Definitely. Um, or, you know, I, this was an anime fest. I think I ran this year after year after year. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a Dallas Con, a fest, yeah. right? And it's a family, family friendly, smaller regional tech con, right? That's right. And the gaming room is pretty big, and they—they're from what I heard last time, they were pretty big into um, oh the D and D league. I don't know which Adventurers League or whatever that's oh, called. Oh yeah, right, right. And right. Um, so they had a lot of D and D there, um, along with which I also enjoy is anime. So there was lots of uh, you know rooms with the anime going and stuff. So twenty four seven. But maybe when there's a con down this way or a con up your way, we can kind of make a trip absolutely dude make i would happen. love i would love before to do that gen con. right before gen con because i before won't be able to, yeah yeah we need to experiment I, yeah we need to go to a smaller con and experiment with this idea throw this potentially terrible idea at them first and let them suffer through it before we decide to do it anywhere else um, dude, get free badges go do oh, some yeah. stuff get some free yeah oh yeah absolutely absolutely well, um, All right, we're doing it. We'll announce it here whenever we finally figure it out and everybody can come play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that idea. We say, hey, we're going to be running games at this con. Show up, you know, do, you know, you'll know we're doing something kind of funky and experimental. Um, did you oh, ever. Oh, you know what else I hated about that game that they fixed in the new version? Oh, what? Is the dice. The, okay, the dice were multicolored, and it was all about, like, oh, I have this weapon that allows me to have two yellow, one blue, one red. And, and mm -hmm. red's bad. That's, like, a really awesome die, right? Because mm -hmm. it's, it's blood, right? Mm -hmm. And yellow, I think, was really nerfy, and blue was in the middle. So you would mm -hmm. grab the yellow, blue, and the red, and you'd roll it. They were silk-screened to where they were not um, etched. Ooh. So immediately after con and a half... 
I'm losing the silk screen off the dice. Oh so gosh. I went and got my old handy dandy Dynamo labeler and I had to print out my own little legends. <laughs> so if you came to play, which if I bop, if I pulled the box out right now, there's not one dice that has a real face on it. They all have these dino labels printed out and and you know, people can look up the dice online, but you would roll a die and it would either come up with like a miss, so I put an M, mm-hmm. or it would say Three damage, and you lose a bullet. You remember mm-hmm. the ammo token we talked about? Mm-hmm. So I would put three slash B, or it would just have like two damage, and you would put a two, or else it would just have you lose a bullet, and I'd put a B. Mm-hmm. So I kept the facing all right. You know, it's not like I cheated and made it harder or easier with, uh, you know, some some loaded die there. But, yeah, my dice all had dino labelers, and I would have to reprint them before the con because they would start peeling off even at the cons. <laughs> So, 2004 so, Doom, sucky dice. I'm mad at you still about that. And you know what's crazy is they, you know they put a lot of money into all those minis. Because, you know, the, right. the dice were crap, were utter crap. And you are in, inventive enough to print your own, basically, or at least replace the, the printing. And then, but the, the minis, they gave you three sets of minis. One for each Marine. Yeah, and in the in the sixty six total, right? I mean, they I mean, get, it, I could barely get them back in the box. There's just so many. Yeah, it was tons, tons of minis. They put a ton of money into that, and then the new one, yeah, no, just one set of minis. You know, I think I read it was at thirty something. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it was close to forty, but um, that's where I got the sixty six from because I was like, wow, that is a shoot ton mm-hmm. of uh, minis. Whereas with the new one, you get thirty seven. So, and then I heard the game even plays different. Um, mm. You know, it's not as chit heavy. It's not as this. I I really felt the system could be a little cumbersome, right? Because mm-hmm. we would have to even look at the rules once in a while while we were playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also think that added to the. Uh, the ambiance of the game. Yeah. You know, it, it just wasn't so easy. I mean, you, you had to kind of think and do things right. And, you know, it had some complexity to it. Right, right. Yeah, I, I want to try the new one um, and just see if... Because, I mean, they've now had all of Doom. They learned from Doom when they made Descent 1. And they learned mm-hmm. from that when they made Descent 2. And now they've mm-hmm. made Doom. I'm sure that they've learned a lot. And that I'm betting that the newest Doom is streamlined in a lot of ways, which is probably better. Um, I I don't like that they got rid of the the ammo token. I, I agree that that was a fun challenge to be like, all right, I got to really kind of do a risk-reward assessment of which weapon am I going to use based on the pool of ammo that I have available to me. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, and so maybe there's a way to force that in. I don't know. Or maybe I just have to suck it up as a DM and, and roll with it, you know? Gosh, I wish I would have played the 2016 so I could uh, tell our listeners, you know, uh, dear listener, buy this one or that one. But I really have to tell anyone, if they see that 2004 box laying around, you're not going to regret it. Yeah. You know, you're going to get to relive some mistakes that they've fixed in other games, and you're going to get to kind of, you know, see this whole punishing aspect of this game which man that i think that was probably one of the first games i really played dave that that punished you yeah you know that was it was like oh you died <laughs> too bad <laughs> you know that's kind of how the game was too bad right yeah that's uh, to me like board games these days especially versus like players versus the game games like 
Knights of Camelot or Pandemic or some of these other ones, man, if you talk well enough to each other, you're probably going to win. You know, if you're just not jerks to one another, you're probably going to win. But Doom, you, you had to do more. You really had to, like, do a, a solid risk accounting before you, as a group, decided how you're going to approach the next problem. Because if you got it wrong, you found out right away, <laughs> you know? And yeah. and I feel like some of the other games out there that are player versus board game, they they are hard. They're difficult, but they didn't have that way of just ratcheting it up the way that Doom did, where you can go, you know what? Let's do nightmare mode, and let's just punish ourselves and try a really, really hard game. Um, I will say Shadowrun, the board game, is like that. It is punishing, and it is – there's no DM, right? So, so there's no intelligence behind what's happening to you, and I don't know that – like the D&D games, there's no GM. Um, I don't think that the latest Doom game has a DM either. I think it's now just let the game make all the right. decisions. Right. And, that's, and that's like even I, I do the D&D board game at the cons. I tell everybody I'm more of a moderator. Mm -hmm. And what I do during the first two or three turns is really help them make their turn with all the chits and the movements and where things spawn. And by turn three, I'm kind of hanging out with them. Right. Just kind of making sure they have fun and that things are going well and answering and answering rules questions. Right. Because the game does kind of play itself, whereas you're you're right. You had to have someone be the jerk. You know, but I kind of like that because, like you were saying earlier, you were able to curate the experience. Yeah. You know, by running it, you can say, yeah, you know, these guys are just having a hard time. I'm going to toss in a couple of health packs and – and, and, yeah. and, and get them back on their feet. They won't be 100%, but they'll they'll have some breathing room before they get into the next room. And they won't... Oh, you would act like I'm going to be nice to people. That would <laughs> never happen, but maybe if you were GMing, that might happen. In my world, that just means I'm scoring another win. Fair, fair. Yeah, totally fair. But, like, you know, the games where you're going against the board game, there's nothing... There's no real intelligence behind it. Right. And so there's no, I don't know, like there's something about that that was really kind of charming about Doom that made it so that as I played. Got it. Got what? it. Got it. D&D, &D, the board game. I have watched the players figure out this loophole where the character, you know, everybody, you, you and we're going to go into that game, I'm sure, another day. Oh, yeah. But you get your bad guy and you're controlling the bad guy on the bad guy turn. Mm -hmm. And so every player, if they get the bad guy on their turn, well, they end up keeping control of it till it dies. Well, it has rules like move to the closest hero. And so they already know that that rule is going to take effect and they're going to play it according to that rule. Yeah. Just like it says, move one tile closer. That doesn't mean put it in this exact position. You could alter where you place it. You're still following the rules, right. but you're placing it in a spot that's advantageous to the players. Right. Just like, you know, it's going to go the closest hero. So let's put the hero we want in the closest spot for when he comes in. Whereas right. with doom, the board game, yeah. I could choose to go buy a player and get a different player. Right. Or I could choose, you're right, or I could choose to hold two guys and have them attack together next. You see what I mean? Yeah. You're exactly right. They're, the, the, the board game playing has, I think, less ferocity. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. Ferocity yeah. is a word. Yeah. Dear listener, David's the smart one. 
Yeah, ferocity. Uh, it has more ferocity. Did I even use the word right? Did I, yes. I? No, you did. You did fine. Oh, my God. Okay. You know there's like a whole team at my company that do tech editing that fix anything I write. Oh. So, so they call me up and they're like, what does uh, master control program mean in here? And I'm like, well, I was just doing a shout out to John in my scope. <laughs> like, oh, okay. But yeah, they would so you've gotten kind of sloppy, huh? Rich, is that how you really mean to use the word? They would fix me. So That's funny. Feel free to fix me when I talk. But yes, back yeah. to you, Dave. Yeah, so um, the other thing, uh, did you ever play, did you ever have a crew that played Doom? over and over and over again. And what I'm asking really is, did you ever mess with the XP system in Doom? No. You know, I think you threw that down in notes somewhere about XP, and I went, I don't even know what that is. Because every game, we would basically do fresh at these cons because everyone wanted to see what the other cards were, right? No one really wanted to play the same character. They would go, deal out the randoms, and they would then try and build their best character. Sometimes by turn three, I started messing with the rules like trade. Everybody Mm. can trade one card. It kind of, you know, added some fun to the con. But what is this XP? What is this XP system you speak of? So so if you, like... If you wanted to play the XP game, as you killed monsters, you kept them as the Marine that killed them. And then at the end of the game, you turn them in for XP, and then you, between dungeon crawls, so between levels, because as you go, you're actually moving through levels in Doom. Mm-hmm. In the base. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're going, nice. yeah, you're going higher. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. going higher. Somewhere. Somewhere. You're, you're escaping. But you have to go yes. through several levels to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, as you move, you one, keep all the weapons between dungeons. So if you already pick some stuff up, you get to keep it. Whatever ammo you left with, you get to keep. And then this XP, you could spend to buy another power card out of the marine deck. Spend to get a temporary armor point or permanent armor point if you spent enough. Um, so it's one of those things that really, if you played it through like one or two dungeons, by then your players had an extra power card or they had extra armor and those higher levels that are tougher started to become a little bit more manageable, but it meant that those players had to, you know, they had to put in the time, they had to play sessions, you know, and then it was really like D&D. You're putting in time, you're getting XP, you're getting powers and you're stronger for the next run. Yes, that definitely sounds very much like the uh, some of the D&D board games with uh, you know the Castle uh, Castle Ravenloft that's mm-hmm. actually made to be mission after mission after mission and you grow and save and buy to where yeah that that really man it's amazing how that game I wanted I dare say please everyone feel free to correct me really set some new standards in the in the game that we now can see what 12 years later yeah. You know, 10 years later, some of these ideas are still being used in these board games. Yeah. Um, that kind of came from there. So really good game to talk about. Really good game, too. Yeah. Yeah. Fun game to play. Super important, apparently, in the kind of generation of the modern dungeon crawl type board games. I, I loved it. And, and it, you know, it's one of those things that has a has a personal connection for you and I because it's like the first thing that we really bonded over. Uh, and it was just, you know... It was always a lot of fun to play, and it's fun to run. And uh, I'm hoping that somebody out there that maybe has it hasn't played it in a while, maybe they can pick it up and, and and give it another run again and, and enjoy it, or you know, 
maybe you can find it on eBay and, and play that one or the new one. I'm sure the new one is, is also good and, and probably better in a lot of ways, you know, more streamlined and that sort of thing. Dear listener, please join us next week for 1984 Jumanji discussion. <laughs> it's kind of crazy we're going back in time to talk about games. But, you know, maybe that is a, it's a good aspect for us to look at occasionally is what were these games in history that made some of these jumps? And um, it's kind of funny how those are the ones probably all of us have good memories about. And yeah. young players should play. You know, that's another thing, having children that I like to, you know, hey, it's time for you to try Zelda mm. and and mm-hmm. see what see what real disappointment's like <laughs> when you just die over and over and you're like, why can't I get by this? And, you know, I think Doom's one of those things, too, that you should experience. Child, you need to learn about sadness. So we're going to play Doom. (laughs) You need to learn that your decisions have real life or death consequences and it leads to a bad time. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Um, Well, I don't have much more to say about Doom. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have any uh, shout outs or anything that you want to plug? Man, I think I got two shout outs. Nice. Let me think about this here for a second. Well, um, first, one. yeah, shout out. That's a, what is that, a 1998 term, right? Shout out. Yeah, we're yeah, hip. So. We are, we are yeah. super cool. Yes, and that's why people come to this podcast is for <laughs> super cool conversation. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to the Weekend Crew, and that is a YouTube group um, that is just starting out, putting out some funny videos. So if you're on... YouTube, look up the Weekend Crew, all mm. one word, and um, you know they're they're putting out some funny videos and stuff. And I I just saw them this past week and figured I'd pass that on. And I think, oh, man, yeah, maybe that's it. I don't have yeah. any other shout outs. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, thanks, David, for having me again. And dear listener, thanks for uh, making it all the way to the end with us. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, Rich, I. I love having you on here. You know that. Uh, we always have such a fun time. I had so much fun talking about this. This game is kind of important to me, just on a personal level, just because of you know the kind of friendships that it garnered for me and all that good stuff. Um, and I'm really glad that we got to talk about it um, and just kind of relive some of that and, and talk about the good and the bad and the ugly of it. And um, love having you on here, man. So thanks, Rich. All right. Have fun and, and play well. 